Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and I'm so excited for this week's guest. She is a Colombian American creator and designer. Welcome to the show, Della Lamborghini Robinson. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How nice of you to be here after canceling on me <laughs> four times. Sorry, I've just been really busy, and the last thing that I wanted to do was come and talk to you. Wait, is that really how you feel? Yeah. I've been putting it off and putting it off, and finally I made a time to come and see you. I mean, you really didn't have to come if you didn't want to do it. Well, I just felt like you kept pushing me and pushing me that I kind of wanted to finally be nice and come and be on this podcast. I mean, literally, instead of you texting me these, now I'm realizing, made-up excuses, I mean, you should have just fucking told me. Like, the fact that you didn't tell me and, like, made me move my plans around when you could have just been honest. I didn't know how you were going to respond to it, so I kind of just kept making up excuses and I didn't really have any more excuses. Are you saying that I'm, like, some, like, I don't know, like, fucking crazy person? Um, I guess not that, but maybe a little bit. Lambo, like, I am so shocked right now. I did not know that you felt this way. And, like, honestly, this fight is fake, guys. <laughs> and I thought we could make it last longer, but I really don't think we can because we've had to cut it so many times because we're both hysterically laughing. Yeah, I actually want to be here and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, first of all, let's let's we'll we'll come back to this in just a moment, but this is Lambo and she's in town visiting from Texas. She's in the city right now, so I thought what a perfect time for us to record this episode. I've been wanting to have you on the show. And she's actually in New York cuz she had a pop-up for her brand Blueberry. And one of our friends yesterday, I don't remember how it came up, but was like suggested that we like fake. Oh, no. Like someone asked me if I've ever, ever fought a guest. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I really haven't. But Lambo, do you want to fight? And I was very down to fight. She was really down. <laughs> but like ultimately, we're not fighters. No. We can pretend, but not for very long. We suck at we suck at pretending. I feel like I sounded really hostile, though, and I feel like you could have been more hostile. Let's fight about that. Yeah, let's let's go back to the beginning, fight again, and then be nice again. We could still fight. We really could. Or we could just be be nice girls. Okay. I really hate that I just said nice girls, but we're going to we're going to move on from that. We're going to just act like it didn't happen, even though I just repeated it. So I just <laughs> really fucking made it more concrete. But Lambo is like the type of person where I feel like you ask really good questions. Don't nod your head, verbally yes or no. <laughs> I feel like every time whenever we're hanging out, you'll say that and then I will think about it. And then I'm like, I guess I do get that pretty often. Like someone will be like, whoa, that was such a good question. And then they'll like answer it. But it's almost like they pause before even like acknowledging the actual question. They're like, wait, I never would have thought about that before. Like, let me now answer the question. But first, let me tell you. No, but it's because you ask really like interesting questions. And like when I first met you, which was probably like a year ago, right? Yeah, probably. Um, You asked really interesting questions. And like that was like the memory, like that was the first impression that you made. I was like, 
I like the way her brain works yeah. because like she's thinking of the shit that no one else is thinking of. Right. And I'm like, and then I realize like I do know you, but I'm like, there are so many things about you that I don't know because right. you're fucking always asking me such interesting yeah. questions. And I'm a narcissist. No, I'm just joking. Well, so- and I feel like sometimes I like unintentionally like detour it like the conversation away from me to other people but it's almost just like because i genuinely enjoy getting to know other people okay so then i like unintentionally like it's not like i'm avoiding talking about myself but at the same time i'm so curious about the other person that i'm like wait so yeah like but it doesn't come off as like oh i just really don't want to talk about myself and like i have some like underlying like weird not that insecurities are weird but a weird insecurity yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's more so like i do feel like you're genuinely interested in like learning right because like the questions you ask aren't really superficial they're like kind of deep i feel like you asked me something when we first met like what was it like living with like so many people and like one or just something about like having a big family and Mm -hmm. i was just like what an interesting question yeah um but you have one sibling right two you have two Mm -hmm. see i didn't even fucking know that yeah so do you know the brother or sister i know the sister okay i have a brother who's 10 years younger than me shut up i actually did know that yeah i did know that i'm a liar but it's just it's he's never like he's always just at home or like doesn't get fomo so like sometimes he's just playing video games at home so or he doesn't like being in pictures so it's almost like sometimes people will ask and i don't necessarily have something to show them other yeah. than whenever he was a baby so some people just don't so some people just think he's a baby yeah he's baby because wait your mom was like the same age as my mom was when she had me like your mom was in her 40s yeah my mom was 40 when she had him okay yeah, yeah. we also that's something like we definitely talked about this yeah. i just have memory loss wait remind me again you said my mom was 40 when she had me you mm-hmm. oh yeah, okay yeah. i did not know that i guess i didn't know lambo you. you literally we had this conversation i know but <laughs> i have um memory loss problems we both have memory (laughs) loss issues um your first generation american yeah okay wait when did your mom move here like almost 35 years ago or so and she hasn't been back to columbia since she was like since i was a baby wait were you born there no, no, no. I was born here but then whenever i was really young and it's my only time i've ever been to columbia i went to Colombia to get baptized. Oh. And then that was the last time she was there. Is there a reason she, like, hasn't gone back? I think growing up, my dad was, like, scared for us all to take, like, trips there just because it was really, like, dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I think maybe just the way work went, mm-hmm. we just never made, like, an effort to do that. But we're either going – we were supposed to go this year. If we don't go this year, we're going next year. Which That's we're all really, really excited exciting. about. And my mom's also, like, excited to, like, show us and, like, us actually be able to, like, remember. Or, like, you know, because people ask if I've been and if I remember, but I'm, like, I was a baby. baby. You were a literal baby. Like, literally not even, like, a year old yet. Not even, like, like a fake baby. Yeah. Like an actual infant. And so I'm, like, no, but it would be cool to, like, actually see and, like, experience it as an adult. For sure. And also, wait, this is something that I've always wondered. Like, you speak Spanish pretty fluently. Mm -hmm. Was that because your mom spoke to you in Spanish at home or like yeah. how did you learn Spanish so well? So I recently learned this. Spanish was actually my first language kind of. Whoa. But it's because so my mom like cleaned houses growing up. Yeah. And since I was the fr- like I'm the oldest, my or her boss at the time, which she like worked for for like 20 years, 
would let me come to work with her. Oh, hey, it's me, Nord. Do you want to listen to more episodes of Arab American Psycho, except for it's literally just fucking me talking for an hour straight? You can subscribe to patreon.com slash Arab American Psycho, where I upload three solo exclusive episodes every fucking month where I talk shit about myself and my life and I talk shit about other people, which is one of the main reasons I haven't promoted my Patreon too hard because I really be talking shit. Uh, But yeah, I put a lot of time and effort into it. So fuck it. I'm going to do an ad read on my own show because it's my show. So subscribe if you want to or don't, but enjoy the rest of this episode. And she was kind of like a mother figure as well. And so my mom would just speak to me the whole day in Spanish since my dad didn't really speak English at home or he didn't really speak Spanish at home. And so my mom would kind of not really speak Spanish to me as much around him just because he like wanted to understand what we were saying kind of thing. Just wanted to make sure you weren't conspiring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Which we we used against (laughs) him sometimes. Uh, And so because of that, I think, like recently I found out that my first word was in Spanish or whatever and so wait what was your first word I I don't remember what I said to be honest fair enough you were but but I do remember that like like my mom telling me that it was something in Spanish but I also could be getting the story wrong but anyway so then because of that my sister a little bit would come to that same job and then my brother at that point like he was the first one to like go to daycare Mm -hmm. so he like like it's like it's almost like I know the most. My sister knows a little bit more, and then my brother's kind of like meh. But at the same time, he like I don't know. He just overall wasn't as like interested in learning until now. So How old is he? He just turned eighteen, actually. Aw, baby. Yeah. So now he wants to, but it's almost just like it's because he like wants a Latin girl. So he's like teaching Spanish. Mom. Listen, we should be allowed to explain ourselves. <laughs> and if we speak other languages, that's for us to decide. Right. But no, I think that that's also like a really common thing that happens with like first generation, like immigrant children where like the oldest is usually like the most fluent. Right. Except for I had to flex on everyone. And I would say that I'm actually the most fluent. So everyone can suck my dick. Which is crazy because you're a baby. I know, but I lived at, like as a teenager in Arab countries. Oh, that's fair. And like, my only me and my sister Reem were born in America. All of my other siblings, so the other four, were born in Arab countries, but they all moved here pretty yeah, young. Yeah, so they didn't actually get to like. But it be was their first it. language. It was all of their first language. Um, but my sister Reem and I both, I think, learned English first. Plus, I guess I feel like you were in the house technically, yeah, longer, yeah, in, in the sense, yeah, for sure. And like, I feel like I don't know, like when you spend a lot of one-on-one time with your parent, who's first language is not english right. they're gonna not speak to you in fucking english right and if you're like yeah. not there with your other siblings you're almost getting more one-on-one time yeah so you're like practicing more what's the age difference between you and your sister and also i have add so i'm gonna ask you two questions in one is her name portia or did i make that up yeah no her name is portia and we're all five years apart so she's five years younger than me okay what's your brother's name Cayman. <laughs> why is it not well, so why doesn't it align? Yeah. So when my parents had my brother, they still were like, which car should we name him? And they didn't have a name at the time. And I think he came early, if I'm not mistaken, and came in as a, like a Porsche. And oh. their do- like his doctor had a Cayman. He had just bought one. Is that English? Boughton? Could be English. Let's um, say that it's He had English. just bought one. He bought one. And it. they were like, that's actually kind of a cool name. And so that's where it came from. Wait, 
also like do your parents just like really fucking love cars so they so my dad wasn't like the reason i'm creative is because my dad was an artist or i mean he still is i didn't know that but he like would airbrush on like motorcycles and like whatever like he would paint like literally in our living room and he like liked doing naked women literally in our living room what do you mean he liked doing naked women in your living room i'm just like imagining you like as a child and like you and your siblings like in the house and there's like a naked lady and your dad's just like casually like airbrush painting no her. literally um but he would like we have this like big canvas that's like over six feet tall and it's just like in our living room and it's of this like currently yeah and it's okay. of this like naked woman and, and i remember and it was in storage like it recently got pulled out and i remember like a spectrum guy or something came over and it's just like staring at you you know and it's just like not I mean, brought six up it's pretty big no it's huge yeah and she has like the like pointiest nipples and so <laughs> do you think that that was an accurate representation of her nipples well it's really funny you know i don't know because like, she has a big butt too so damn. <laughs> and she's like swole damn <laughs> so you just have this swole I just pointy remember, nipple big yeah. booty lady just like in your house looking yeah. at everyone no literally everyone that walks in and it's funny because i remember one time my sister and i were like mom do you know who that is and it's, she's like yeah one of his exes is it really yeah apparently okay so she did he paint her when you were born so like he just invited his ex now i'm just like wait hold on what is going on so a part of me like doesn't remember the timing of it but i want to say that the painting was already like it already existed whenever i saw it okay kind of thing like it like he's just done it for so long um because i remember as a young kid but i don't remember actually watching it being done kind of thing was that the like I know you mentioned that he would, like, do cars as well, but, like, as far as, like, just on a canvas, it's just naked ladies, that's it? Or is it... No, he did, like, cars. Like, his favorite thing to do was, like, eyes, and he was really good at it. Like, he could, like, like, do a great, realistic, airbrushed eye, or, like, he would draw it, whatever. Like, he just, like, was good at that. Um, But anyway, so he's very creative, and then my mom, I think, also wanted our names to be unique, but didn't necessarily, like whatever and then my name they feminized it because i'm hispanic and so my sister her middle name is uh chris which is kind of like my cousin who passed away whenever he was really young and then my brother's name my dad's name is michael and my brother's name is cayman de michael which is kind of interesting um so they just like made our names really extra but it's also really unique and i've always enjoyed it i love your name but yeah so kind of like, he likes cars, but it was more so he wanted us to, like, stand out, I think. And I think that's also, like, kind of cool because, like, I mean, I always felt like my name was, like, not, you right know, Kelly. And yeah. Because it wasn't. Not yeah. that I felt it. Factually, it was not <laughs> Kelly. But, like, as an adult, I'm like, oh, I like this. This is good. I'm, I mean, if your name is Kelly, that's fine. Right. But, like, I kind of like that my name is, like, different. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, also, like... And I was telling Lambo this yesterday. I'm like, you have like an unforgettable name. Right. Like when someone's like, hi, my name is Della Lamborghini. Like you're not, even though you didn't introduce yourself as that, we did. So she told us, and by us, I mean some girls, we all went on a trip to, uh, let's say, Florida, Bama. What is it? The Gulf Shores yeah, or something? The Gulf Gold, Shores. Whatever. 
And that was the first time I met you. And it was with like a group of girls that I feel like some of them hadn't met you as well. And like, you were like, oh, like someone was like, oh, her name is actually Lamborghini. And I was like, what the fuck, actually? Yeah. And then you showed us your ID. Yeah. And I was like, wait. Yeah, yes. that's not your name. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, But no, I'm like, I feel like. So when you like fill out paperwork, like what do you write? Just Well, like, if it's like a passport, I'll put the whole thing because okay. I want the Della to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and for clarification, it's literally my first name. I don't have a middle name. So it's like Della Lamborghini is like is my first name. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Um, but if it's like I'm at the doctor's office, I'll just put Lamborghini. Yeah. But it's funny because whenever I was freshman year of high school, we moved back to Kentucky and everyone called me Della there because I think it was way easier than oh, Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. And so I wasn't known for Lamborghini, which was really interesting looking back because everyone just would call me Della. Which that was feels like lazy. Probably, but at the same time they probably like yeah, easier. <laughs> but it's just interesting. I could never imagine being just Della. Yeah, no, that's it's it's like um what's the word I'm looking for? Like when it's like a word but it's not in a sentence. Oh my god. I'm uh, bad at English, so I don't know what word you're It's because it's not your first language. <laughs> no, wait, what the fuck is it called? Like, oh, I can't think of it, but you know what the fuck Like fuck a nickname? Is. No, like when you say a sentence, but it's like incomplete, like it's like a fragmented sentence. What the fuck is it called? Because like- You should know this. Della, like on its own is like not enough. From the, yeah. Yeah, like it's like incomplete. Yeah. I know the word. It's driving me crazy. I'm sure someone listening to this is like, bitch, shut up. It's this. Yeah, but that's fine. You know what I mean. You get the gist of it. It's not important. <laughs> So wait, where were you born? In Houston. You were born in Houston? Mm -hmm. See, we're just learning things together. Like I'm pretty much like raised in Houston and then maybe three times through my life we moved back to Kentucky. Why did you move to Kentucky? So my dad's from Kentucky and then every time – because he like worked in oil growing up. And so every time like something would happen, he we would move back there because it was way cheaper, I think. And so it's kind of cool because – where I went to college was the same backpack college that everyone from third and fourth grade went to. Oh. And so I literally met people in third and fourth grade, moved back freshman year, so saw them first year of high school, then went back for like sophomore, junior year of college mm -hmm. or like sophomore-ish and saw them as like adults now, which was I don't know. It's kind of cool because I like essentially knew them without having to actually be there the whole time. Yeah. Since they were young. So. And then like that's another thing that I immediately upon meeting Lambo was like that's so random because you lived in Louisville, right? Or no, Lex you lived Lexington, which yeah. is like right. And right, then. Not right there, but like it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and my sister lived there for a long time, so I was like, "What the fuck?" And wait, in Louisville, or Lexington? She lived in Louisville for nine, okay, nine years. Like one of my nieces, which was, was so random. I know, and I'm like, honestly, the more people I meet, the more I realize a lot of people lived in Kentucky at some point in time, and I just feel like when I lived in Florida, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to Kentucky." People would be like, "Why the fuck are you like?" No, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was so random. But how did you like living in Kentucky? So I actually, I don't know. We've talked about this, but I've I quarantined there. Okay, whenever like it yeah, immediately yeah, I happened, yeah, and that was really nice. Um, in terms of like the other times where it was like I was younger and like trying to figure out life, yeah. When I was younger, I liked it because it was small and like it almost just seemed like everyone knew everyone, and it was like I was almost 
I had a different experience because I was from Houston. And mm-hmm. so it was almost like, oh, you're from like this big town. Like, you're so cool. And so like everyone was just really nice to me. And then I had like a cousin that was like on the track team. And so like, and again, the school was literally in like one long hall. And so and envisioning just like a hallway. No, literally just like one long thing, two stories. So it was like a very small school. And then when I went to college there, it was still nice, but it was almost like I wasn't really. Um, Did you go to U of L? No, I went to this. So I played tennis at this school called Moorhead State. Sounds, sounds like <laughs> Moorhead State, <laughs> or just Moorhead. Oh, or that, <laughs> or or Moorhead. Um, but wait, hold on, because I want to talk about the tennis thing. So I'm like, okay. we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that. Okay, but okay. So you, <clears throat> this is my problem. I need to take Adderall on time, and I need to be writing down questions. And quite frankly, <laughs> I refuse to. So okay. You went to school in Lexington, went to college. No, I went to school in Moorhead. Wait, wh- what school are you referring to? Hold on. Moorhead is a fucking place? It's a like a city. I mean, a city or, but it's a small city. Okay. I didn't know that it was a city. Yeah. So we're learning even more things. Moorhead. Yeah. So Moorhead was in We want Moorhead now. Uh, <laughs> so you went to Moorhead. Which was in Moorhead. Moorhead and Moorhead. Yeah. And you were given more head <laughs> i need to literally go to jail right now i need to be incarcerated wait where are your uh, cuffs at let me go get them i don't have them what the fuck do you think this is this is a cat house not like a fucking kinky house um but no i okay so you went to college what did you study like oh wait so this is where we're gonna we're gonna transition and i'm gonna narrate it because i have no inner monologue before you started your brand mm-hmm. you were in medical school well, I was... Or you were pre-med. You were pre-med. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking what the fuck? <laughs> Tell me... I was in med school. I got in. <laughs> how did you, like, did you want to be a doctor? So I wanted to be a doctor, but to, like, go back in time... Let's go back. The um, house that my mom would clean that was kind of the woman that was kind of like my second mom, mm-hmm. her husband was a doctor. And so... And he was like a like gynecologist and then now is an infertilitist. Mm-hmm. And so that was always really cool to me. And at the time, I thought that's what I wanted to do. And so I studied chemistry because mm-hmm. I just thought that was like the path to take. Mm-hmm. And I had always been like creative or I doodle on stuff and like I enjoyed doing it. But because my dad had to change his trajectory with work to like make ends meet with now having a family mm-hmm. growing up the thing was don't do art you won't make money yeah be more like practical about yeah, it. yeah like doctor lots of money yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. the closer and closer i got to like my planning of being a doctor will be x amount of like years in school or whatever it almost seemed more real which then made me start to think about it more Mm -hmm. to then want to transition the trajectory Mm -hmm. and so it kind of started with like um the family and then i so whenever I was playing tennis at that school, they cut the program. And so I was like, I'm not going to stay in this town that I'm not feeling like motivated or like encouraged to like 
be creative or was like it try new of things. COVID or no? No, it was it was because just like there was a new governor and like tennis doesn't make money. But it was really <laughs> crazy. Fuck? Yeah, no. The governor it, came <laughs> new governor in town, no more tennis. No, losers. literally. Yeah. And it was crazy because in like in Kentucky, instead of tennis, which we had like an indoor facility, outdoor, whatever, mm-hmm. they were like Oh, we're gonna bring beach volleyball. In? Makes no sense for Kentucky. I have no. to be super honest with you. It was. Is there even a beach in Kentucky? N- no. Yeah, there's a beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that there's not. So I'm like, what? What? What's the point? I don't know. Like they like because going to a beach, a, be- a beach, a beach going volleyball a game beach. will also not like because the whole thing was you don't necessarily pay like. A, for a basketball game, you'd pay tickets for a tennis oh, match. You don't like didn't know that. You just kind of like walk in and like so the school doesn't necessarily make money off the sport type of situation. But they wouldn't off of volleyball either. So I don't know. It just seems like this new governor wasn't a fan of tennis. Yeah. And which so, is kind of silly because the outfits are like Yeah. And we really cuter. And we had like all of the things built. She's like, we had a fucking team. <laughs> We had a whole team. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because of that, then I was like, I either want to go to school in New York because I had a friend that was going to FIT at the mm-hmm. time, or I could go back to Texas and like I I had heard good things about like the school I went to, like in being super creative. And I oh, so at this point, did you already decide that you were like, I don't want to go into the medical field anymore? Yeah. At this okay. point, I was like, so I don't know if you've like if. Camly or anyone has ever said this, but it's shout like, out Camly. It's like you either like biology or you like chemistry, mm-hmm. and like you're like one or like bad at one or the other kind of thing. I was good at chemistry, but I sucked at biology, and oh. it's like I started taking bio classes, and I was like, this is really hard. And then I was like, do I really want to put in the extra effort to like make this work? And then that's when I started to think about everything. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like if you're really passionate about something, like even if it's like an obstacle, you're like, I'm going to fucking figure it out. Like it's hard, but like, but I feel like if it's, you don't, your heart's not in it, you know, you're like, I don't, you're just kind of waiting for something. Exactly. Oh, well I fucking hate biology. So fuck that. And so I was like, that's going to take way too long. Let me like switch up. So then I was like, let me do something business related. At first, I wanted to do like finance or something. And then I was like, that also seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up with marketing in Spanish. Marketing in Spanish or marketing slash Spanish? Slash. Okay. Yeah. I was because like, I was like, I didn't know that that was a major. <laughs> yeah. Just because like I only did Spanish because it was easy already for me in terms of like being fluent. Absolutely. But also i'm very white passing and so i was like if it's on paper then it makes it more real to other Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. so then i was like let's just have it on paper that's really interesting because yeah like i feel like we were talking about this earlier but i'm like one of the reasons i like wearing hijab is because people can identify that i'm something else right like you know what i mean and i'm like i guess you took another route which is getting a degree in spanish right well because i was like any, I mean, even now, someone will be like, oh, what did you study? Which doesn't happen often because no one really cares anymore. But I'll say Spanish and they're like, whoa, that's cool. And then I'm like, they have no idea that like I speak you it. You fucking idiots. <laughs> You're like suckers. And then I just sometimes I'm like. And then they're all well, like impressed. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> like your accent's And so they're good. like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, my accent's not great. My mom makes What are you talking me. about? Like, I mean, okay. I'm, I know exactly what you mean because I also sound like, ooh, but I'm like. If you're 
like born and raised like speak arabic like you know like bitch like you're not fooling me exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like i can i sound like i know what the fuck is happening it's pretty good right but, like it's not like if you were to actually go there they're like we know you're they not would know yeah. they would see right through me but i've heard you speak spanish we were just in puerto rico and i will say i was like holy shit like i knew you spoke spanish but i was like because it was very, like, natural. Like, you're fluent. Right. Yeah. But, like, also your accent was, like, to me, someone who doesn't speak Spanish, yeah. was, like, holy shit. You, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. You could be a news reporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a news reporter. Yeah. But in Spanish. <laughs> but that's why I am excited to go to Colombia because, I like, I always hear as long – like, if you're there for, like, a month, you almost, like, get it. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, I just need to be around it to, like, hear it to then, like, do it. No, for sure. I feel like genuinely, like if I don't talk to my parents or like at least my dad every day, like I'm not joking. It sounds dramatic, but like I will kind of forget. Like yeah. it needs to be daily. Like right. I have to speak it every day for me to like remember like words and like, I don't know, like structuring sentences. Like, I don't know. It's really hard when you're not like constantly practicing. But I think that like when you're like in an environment where everyone is speaking it and you already know it. Right. It just like fucking enhances it. It's like steroids. Exactly. Yeah, it's like boom. What, but it's really funny because it's technically my second language and it, it's my mom's first language. And sometimes she'll like look at me or my sister and be like, wait, how do you say this in Spanish? And I'm like, if you're forgetting, then like, and it's funny because sometimes I will know it, but it's like she speaks English predominantly. Yeah more and so it's funny whenever she like will ask us something and i know it because i'm like wow you did so well mom because i can help you so funny (laughs) but i think it's like yeah like if your dad doesn't speak to her in spanish because my mom speaks to me in english right but i feel like my dad has only ever spoken to me in arabic thank god but like my mom speaks in english at work all day yeah exactly and then if she came home and like my dad didn't speak like who would she talk to in arabic right and, like, who can say? I'm going to text her and be like, you should be lucky. You should be grateful. <laughs> that I help you yeah, remember. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Because I'll literally talk to my mom in Arabic and she'll respond to me in English. And I'm like, yeah. lady, you're like, what are we doing? This is a practice session. What are we doing here? <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> you were like, okay, this new governor cut the tennis team. <laughs> and now you're like, okay, I want to, I know I want to do something creative. Like you've always been creative. Your dad's a creative and you were like, okay, like I, how am I going to pursue this? Yeah. So, you, oh, no. oh, what? <laughs> now we actually fight. What? She's like, what the fuck? I was going to say like, did you have like a general idea of like what type of creative field you wanted to go into? Or are you just like, I just know I want to be creative. I think originally I wanted to just do fa- something fashion related. Okay. And then I attempt like I graduated attempted to like get into it and I was like wow this is way more complicated and then I started working at Neiman Marcus lol and (laughs) why lol (laughs) just because like I think it's headquartered in Dallas oh it is it is it is and so like Camly told me that yeah and so (laughs) Wow, Camly, two and one episode. Yeah, why did she know that also? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like, why the fuck did she know that? Um, and so, like, saying you work there, it's like everyone in, like, DFW works. Is like, it kind of like if you're from Orlando and everyone worked at Disney? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and now that is the next step. Yeah, Like, yeah, that's yeah. what the schools, like, will push you. Right. And so I worked there, but not corporate, just, like, at a, like a location mm-hmm. in customer service. Okay. And it was, like, 
a desk job essentially and it was always kind of empty and so, and we were behind like this like wall essentially but like we could see the customers but they couldn't see like the desk that's and so, so creepy but it was nice because i would just start bringing in my journal and sketching the whole time and that then pretty, that's yeah. whenever it like kind of start like it started to like form because i was living alone for the first time and how old were you i was 22 okay yeah 22 ish or 23 one of those um and i was really bored at home like i was very extroverted at the time so i would get energy off of hanging out with people and my best friends lived literally in the house right in front like i essentially lived where the horses lived back in the day and they lived in the big house what do you mean where the horse like you lived in the horse stables like essentially the way the <laughs> landlord describes it is the it was like a big yellow house behind it was these tiny one bedrooms mm -hmm. four of them and that's where the horses used to live back in the day that's kind of cool Does yeah it still smell like horse no, unfortunately. Oh, so sad. You're like, I wish it smelled like shit. Yeah, I was like, and hey, can you guys maybe make it smell like shit again? Can you just make it smell <laughs> shitty, please? Um, you could just like live on a sidewalk in New York. Um, exactly. Okay, so you lived like that's kind of fun though. Like being twenty two, no, nice. living alone for the first time, like across the street. From well, the and grass. it was like a four hundred square foot space, which looking back was tiny as shit. But like, what space do you need? Exactly. Yeah. And but because I was like at home with like no roommate or whatever i almost i had this friend at the time that was like you can't like be with someone else unless you can entertain yourself first that's and, a fact you're and kind I, of smart and so at like simultaneously i was sketching at work and i was like let's like start doing something like on the side to like fuel the creativity that i'm not getting that i wanted to get at my job and then that's kind of how it started as like a side hobby. And there would be like house shows in Denton because it's like super creative, yeah. um, like a, a super creative town. And it's called Denton. Is it like it's next to Houston, right? No, this is North Texas. Like this is like. I don't know what the geography of Texas is. I have to be super honest with you. I okay. know that Houston it's like, exists. I know that Dallas exists. I know that there's somewhere called Austin. And that's the end of my list. So it's. It's like a triangle. It's like literally Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton. So Dallas is at the top, uh -huh. Fort Worth is at the bottom, and then Denton is on the other side of the triangle. It's like Houston, Dallas, Denton, Fort Worth. So Fort Worth. I want everyone west. to know that she's like creating like a like a visual <laughs> gesture that no one can see except for me. And quite frankly, it's a waste of time because I am so bad with like just maps. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. Know but anyway, they're all yeah. forty minutes away from each other. Okay. Kind of cool. And so I would sell my stuff at the house show and just have like a little table. So you were making jewelry at that time. Yeah. Okay. I was making polymer clay jewelry. Ooh. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it started. And then I still did it for like for fun at my new job because I like was at Neiman's for like a year and then got a new cooler job. And then what was your new cooler job? It was at this now not cool company. <laughs> what is it called? It's called 4510. I've been there before. Yeah. 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 There used to be one in New York, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um, I started 
like kind of more so there. And then COVID happened and like we all lost our jobs. And then that's kind of whenever I moved back to Kentucky and like full time started Blueberry. So when you first created your brand, which is Blueberry, yeah, where were you like selling? Like, how did you like strategize this? Or like, how, like, how did you really like turn it into like your career, I guess? There was no strategy at the beginning other than let me make Slay. stuff. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I moved to Kentucky, I emailed a couple of shops in New York, and one of them was Cafe Forgot. Oh, cool. And it was like- Wait, I remember going to- ca- I didn't even know you at this point. And like, we went to Cafe Forgot. Sorry, again, ADD didn't take my Adderall. <laughs> and Maria was like, this is my friend Lambo's brand. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. Sorry, continue. And so after that, it, it just seemed like- during that period, it was so much easier to like work with Instagram and like it would put you out there and like just opportunities were like more so flowing. 2020 was a different time. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's more so when I started to strategize. And like in my head, I was like, if I reach out to like 10 businesses that I've already liked, one of them's bound to respond and Smart. like let's start from there yes. kind of thing. And so I think that's kind of where it went. And then I remember kind of getting that like into that first Cafe Forgot and I was like, okay, well, this is kind of like motivating for me to like keep trying yeah. things. Yeah. And because my parents <clears throat> let me, you know, live at their house, I wasn't paying rent. And on top of that, I kind of didn't feel pressured to make. So then inevitably I was making a lot. And so because of that, I kind of just started to experiment with like materials, like objects, whatever, and just kind of like put it out there and like figure out how to market it best. Yeah. And I think that like from there, it's kind of whenever I started to like actually figure out where I wanted to go with it or what I wanted to do essentially. But yeah. I also feel like even you just telling me this now, I'm like, I can tell that like, if you didn't really love what you were doing, like you wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like the fact that you were like, so I just started like reaching out to like brands or like reaching out to stores to see if they would like, care. like that's, that's something that you love and like you want to share and like you enjoy doing it because also your pieces are handmade. Yeah. And so that's like very intensively laborious. Right. And well, it was crazy because at the time I was making resin like rings. I don't know what the process for making (coughs) resin is to be fair, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it's not easy. Well, number one, you should wear like a mask. A gas mask? Yeah. Gasmas? A gasmas. To like, because the fumes are really bad and I wasn't. I want to huff them. And Wait, you weren't? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Why? Were you just like trying to I didn't live life know. on the edge? I didn't oh. know. It wasn't until like five months in, I watched it. I saw this like YouTube video thing come up and it was like, re- like not wearing a mask made me have brain loss. Oh no, not brain yeah. loss. Like I lost- Or memory loss. My- oh no. Have I also been making jewelry out of resin? That could be your excuse. Are you coming into my home <laughs> at night and making resin jewelry and making me inhale the fumes? Uh, so that's why whenever I say I have memory loss she issues, does. genuinely, like it's crazy. I don't know what my excuse is. So I hope I can, <laughs> someone will tell me in a YouTube video one day. And then I'm like, see, yeah. Um, but no, that's actually kind of crazy. But in my mind, this is how you make resin. And again, based off of really nothing but just like vibes and maybe a few TikToks that I saw while I was like half asleep scrolling, yeah. like you take like this like material and like put it in like a fire thing. Huh? 
and then you like take <laughs> it out and then while it's still hot you mold it is that even remotely close no ma'am okay well you know don't take resin making tips from me that was actually i don't know what she looks really scared actually <laughs> she looks so scared well because if you were to Actually, never mind. I don't know if that's true. I was gonna say you could die if you like. She's like, you would be dead. Um, okay. But it's like two like gooey liquids. You put it together. Mm-hmm. You, you like you. <laughs> Fifi's coming to intimidate Lambo. Okay, so you you like two- mix it together. Sounds it's coming like yummy. A hardener uh-huh. and like a liquid. Okay, and then you pour it. But putting the two together, I think, creates this gas that you should not smell. Ooh. And then how does it like solidify? And then over 20 well there's different kinds of resin but the one i would use was two part and over like the course of 24 hours it gets hard on like on, how, <laughs> how hard completely rock solid <laughs> okay so you made your dicks <laughs> yeah so that's uh, how i started <laughs> but right now like i know that or actually m- maybe i don't know but like you're sold out like urban outfitters uh-huh. Was that kind of like a, oh, this is so fucking cool type of thing? Like, oh, was for that sure. Like a moment where you were like, holy shit, like I'm doing things. Was that, or was there another retailer prior to that that like you were like, oh, no? Well, it's kind of funny. Like yesterday, I was talking to one of my friends and he asked me if I believed in fate. And then I, <laughs> oh my God, you and your friends ask each other really interesting questions. Me, on the other hand, I'm just like, is this how you make resin? You're like, are you happy? Yeah. I'm just like, do you want a bagel? Um, and and then we like, whatever, I responded saying that I don't necessarily like say that I manifest things, but I'll like think about them in like, I guess, a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like I'll see like a friend do something cool and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool if like that also happened to me. Okay. And then I almost like unintentionally will like fixate on it or like. That's the wrong word. Not fixate. I'm but like, I'll I'm like imagining you just like sitting down at night, like it's like no, dark in your not house. What I meant. That's you're not what like I meant. huffing resin fumes, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm obsessed. No, that's not what I meant. Um, I will like picture myself in their shoes, and then it's almost like I will think about it, and then I'll be like, if it if it happens, it happens. Interesting. But it's not like I am fixating it. So opposite. It's almost yeah. just like I'm like, well, that'd be cool. Like I could see myself doing that. And then like I leave it at that. And then I almost just like let time like pass and then knock on wood, like the opportunity will come up. Yeah. And so that's kind of how that happened. One of my friends who I just did the pop up with, mm-hmm. Jess, um, her and her friend group live in Philly and were working for Urban at the time. And I didn't know that. I was just friends with them. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Jess got into Urban and I was like, oh, that like that w- that's really cool. And then I kind of moved past it. And then her friend reached out and asked if I wanted to be on Urban. And I was like, whoa, like that's cool. And then now like forever grateful because that's definitely how I can do it full time. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of how it like like in in the moment I was like whoa like that's so exciting and then it was almost like a part of me was like that's cool that I like could see myself getting it but I didn't like put pressure on it and then I got it kind of thing like it just kind of like happened right naturally right so like anytime there's like I don't know let's say I'm like oh like it'd be cool to like be in a magazine and then I like will like just put that out there 
internally like I don't necessarily like say it to anyone I don't even say it out loud like it just is like that then I like like say it and then I'm like okay like on like let's continue working or whatever kind of thing and then like let it happen naturally that's really I think just like that idea of like putting yourself in that situation like envisioning yourself doing the thing right I do feel like somehow subconsciously, like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I find that anytime I have done that, the shit does usually happen. Right. But I'm not like, like you said, like, it's not like I'm putting a pressure on myself or like actively seeking it out. I'm just like, oh, like, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. And then it just like, things happen naturally. And I feel like, I believe in destiny. Do you believe in destiny? Um, I think so. But part of me, like, thinks that there is, like, it's kind of difficult. Like, I think part of me is, like, there is something, like, at the end or whatever that, like, will whatever happen. But it's almost like it can change based off of, like, which direction you take kind of Mm -hmm. thing. But in the, like, in the end, it's not like it, like, that was, like, final you know, like I that's see. not where you're going to end up. Yeah. Kind of thing. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. It does kind of make sense in a confusing way, but I do feel you. <laughs> but it's like, but yeah, like everything does happen for a reason, I feel like. Yeah. No, no, no. Kind of- I think it's more so like, I don't know, like even when something bad happens, right? And not like in a toxic positivity yeah. kind of way, but I'm just like, this is just like what I, what needs to happen for whatever reason. I and guess like, that's fair. Yeah. Like it's just in order for me to like exist as a human, like, this shitty thing just needed to happen or this like really great thing needed to happen and like it was just supposed to happen and like it's i'm just glad to be here yeah i would agree with that that's my definition of destiny i'm just glad to be here um but are you still hand making all of your jewelry and all because you make like bags like you you know you make saran like you make a lot of things yeah so are you is it just you are you a one-man show yeah holy fucking shit how are you doing i should (laughs) Not good. Yeah. Are you sleepy? <laughs> no, it's it's literally the hardest part I feel like about having your own business is almost just like trying to figure out like what you need to do, what like you could get others to do, yeah, how have you, you thought about like, like hiring. Like, I have before, but it's almost like this weird thing where like it's like sometimes like a common reoccurrence with people who have this like thing that's theirs. It's like like I'm not necessarily like a control freak, but in my and I, it's not that I think that like someone else couldn't do exactly what I'm doing, but it's almost just this thing where I'm like, like how can I relay my brain to this other person mm-hmm. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So it's like I know you're capable, but in my head I'm like, what if you don't touch it exactly the way that like like what like what if you don't finish this thing the way I would have finished it right. kind of thing? And so. To an extent, it's almost like you just have to, like, take a little bit less, like, pressure off of it. And then that's whenever I could, like, hire someone else. But it's also... also, like, all of your pieces are, I like, they're beautiful, but I think an element that makes them special. This is me, like, now I'm just talking her into never (laughs) hiring anyone and, like, her suffering and dying. (laughs) But no, like, your jewelry pieces and, like, your ceramics and everything, like, it's just you, you made them. Yeah. And, like no two pieces are going to look exactly the same right. type of thing. And so I can 
understand that like yeah like that's your baby and also like it's just how do you put your brain in someone else's brain you can't right you cannot do plus it. it sucks because i don't have a studio that i go to so it's almost like so you work from home right now yeah so it's like i'm like i make the ceramics at a studio Mm -hmm. but for the most part a lot of them i also can technically make at home because i'm not like throwing them or anything and so i'm essentially throwing them you just like took the ceramic piece and threw it against the wall that's exactly what happens it's the wheel okay um you're like i don't know what the wheel is i'm like no i do not i've (laughs) I've seen ghosts okay um and so it's almost like i'm also having to have this person in my home yeah it's like too intimate exactly so it's almost like if there was like a like another place then it's almost like i can still separate it but definitely separating like or like having like a work-life balance is the hardest thing for me right now just because like your work is in your home well that and like I love what I do. So like cutting it off, there's like, like I could be exhausted or like I could like want to like spend time with my boyfriend, but I'm like, oh, but like, let me make a couple more pieces. And then, and then it's like 12 o'clock and like he has to like get ready for bed. And then it's like, but I, it's like hard for me to stop what I love doing to then like do something like to hang out with someone that I love. You know, like it's complicated because it's like, I'm doing everything myself. So work is like 24 hours a day. And I think that it's also like when you – it's your own business. There's also this like element of like pressure on yourself. No, literally. It's like a self-imposed pressure. Right. This is like my thing. If I don't do it, it's not getting done. Exactly. I also enjoy doing it. Exactly. So that's only further making me want to just keep doing it. But it's also like you have to – take breaks at some point exactly i'm someone who like also i think struggles with like work-life balance because i work from home yeah but it's also like the problem is is like i feel like once i like get into like a good place of like work and then fun like i'll start leaning more into one eventually and like for a while it was like fun yeah and i was like well now my work is suffering right so i'm like i almost would rather be a psychotic workaholic exactly because there's like benefits to me in my life yeah and then fun is like you know no literally it's but it's also like i'm already like it's a definitely a fall like i'm already exuding so much effort to talk to strangers that i have no time for the people that i actually care about you know oh Lambo, do I ever understand that? Because it it's like this really shitty feeling of like it's not that you don't want to talk to these people or like yeah. engage with them. It's like I don't have anything left to give, right? And like I just kind of want to do nothing, exactly. And then like, but I don't have time to do nothing. I know. <laughs> and it's like it's it's really. I think it's just like regardless of like what it is that you're doing, like the older you get your responsibilities regardless of what form they come in are there and they're very present and yeah like i remember just being like in my 20s and like people talking about like we're flight balance and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and like i'm like the older i got like the more like later into my 20s and stuff and now in my 30s like i'm like no it's really hard to manage your time and like delegate to other people like for me it's definitely also a control thing oh for sure but also it's like a 
not that like I think everyone is dumb, but I do think that people are kind of incompetent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the and at the same time, it's like it's easy, like on the outside, to be like, oh, like she works for herself. She like can go to the gym whenever she wants. She can do this when she wants. And it's like, no, I. It's like a Saturday morning, and I'm sh- I should be off, but I'm like, oh, like what do people want? Like what? Like what should I say to this person who's like asking me about this or like? And it's like, why am I even? And if I don't, and I am trying not to respond, but in my head, I'm like, oh, but they deserve an answer. And it's like, they can, it's, yeah. it's a weekend. Like they should know that, like, but you know, it's hard. Cause I'm like, I feel like, unless I'm, like I said, unless I'm on the extreme, like with my work life balance where I'm like, just like life. Yeah. I'm working every day. Exactly. Like yesterday we went to the Noguchi Museum. Before we went to the museum, I did emails. I like created like the podcast promo things. I yeah. like posted it and like and that's, that's Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. <laughs> and then on Saturday it was like editing audio, responding to emails. Like I'm it's hard to not work, but I think also a lot of people don't either. So they're also emailing me and like yeah. you said, like I'm like, I should just respond to this. Let me just yeah. get it done. Cause I'm like then it's going to pile up. but Like, like it'll all- be quick, but it's like they should also – like they can wait. No, and I always lie to myself and I'm like it's going to be quick. Like today yeah. we were going to go to this like bakery and I was like I can't fucking go because yeah. I'm not done with what I, I – because I'm always like, oh, I just have to like respond to like five emails and like do this like quick call and like it's going to take like an hour. No, yeah. no it's never going to take an hour. Never. No. And then like things happen and – yeah, no, it's it's really hard, but are you, like, taking any steps to kind of create more of, like, a healthy balance? I think I've definitely more so now started to, like, because there's, like, some bigger, cooler projects that are in the works. And mm-hmm. so it's almost like I can't hand make that many things without, like, you know, and if I'm getting paid more to make that many things, then, like, I should also get people that right. i'm friends with that i know are capable that's of really doing nice. it that's really nice that you have friends who you know are exactly competent. That, and that's ooh, what's kind of yeah. cool about working at like um a studio with people doing the exact same thing with ceramics because yeah. it's all it's like there are like there's room for whatever you know like there's and so with that i'm like okay i sh- i definitely should lean more towards that just because in the like in the moment i'm like i can do it all and technically like i don't have to like worry about making sure that this person's getting paid enough or like that i like feel comfortable with what they're making but now it's almost like me getting help then makes me able to make more essentially items yeah and so it's like it's a win, but it's hard to see it whenever you've done something solo for so long because the idea of, like, getting help seems crazy because it's yeah. it's almost like, well, now I, it's like – You feel responsible. Yeah, yeah, and it's like n- like it makes it more real that I have something that I own kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's easy to just, like, seem like a hobby. <laughs> a hobby that's consuming your whole life. Right, but it's like – because it's like no one – like. No one really knows how much I do unless they like are there and then that next like that person would be there and see, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But also something I often like wonder about, especially with like 
Instagram and social media, and I see people like copying <clears throat> other brands. Have you ever had like an experience where someone just like blatantly copied something that you made? It was really funny, actually. I was making these resin mini worlds, and this person from my town was doing tattoos, and they had bought in a, like they're called mini worlds. They had bought in a mini world and thought that they could like sketch the like the exact same mini world and then like like put it on their flash. And it was this whole thing where it's like I had never seen I've never seen anything like that before. And like it was almost this like thing where they didn't think that it was like or they thought it was okay for them to draw it and since like, it was like in a different form yeah and like tattoo it and that i didn't create it and like resin cubes have been around whatever which is probably like plastic yeah. cubes have been around sure. but i have never seen anything like that before right. and so it was just like funny that like i don't know like the whole community it's really hard to like but did you feel sometimes like were you like upset or oh for sure like, like it's like i think even if, like, they would have just, like, credited, like, yeah, that they, like, were inspired by me, I think I wouldn't have been as, like, sensitive to it. Right. But, like, there was, like, no acknowledgement of where they got it from kind of thing. And then it wasn't until after that they did it. Yeah. And then just, like, sometimes the way people handle them, like, conflict in that form, like, it could have been resolved really easily. But instead of – Oh, did you, like, confront them? Yeah. Like, I, I reached out because I was, like – you just bought this piece for me. Like, it would have been nice if you at least, like, yeah. acknowledged that, like, you know. And it right. wasn't, like, it was, like, a spin on it. Like, it genuinely looked exactly <laughs> like it kind of Super thing. creative. Like, same colors. Like, whatever. Like, be a little. Do something. Exactly. And so, it's, like, I, like, there was no, like, uh, I wonder if they, like, were inspired by me kind of thing. And so, I just, like, nicely asked for, like, could you just say or inspired by me at least or like you should understand how I feel or whatever yeah like because also like they are creatives as well exactly allegedly exactly and like they had posted about um another creator reaching out to them for the same type of like scenario where like this other tattoo artist was like hey that is my work and they like went on this long rant saying like I don't know why they got so upset. And so it's like a it's a reoccurring. Yeah, exactly. Thing. And okay. so I like stuck around because I was like, oh, like you know, I still like your tattoos, whatever. And then it's like, fuck me, they just did it to me. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, it's definitely ha like things like that have definitely happened in the past. But it's like, I think in the end, it's hard. Like, I more so will like handle it on my own i don't normally reach out because i right. like i don't think it's like unless it's something like that where it is pretty like straightforward yeah, yeah. um i just like leave it alone uh but it definitely has happened in the past but in the end i think like i don't know everyone's like inspired by everyone oh, essentially so it, there always are lines where like some people like will say that I've, like, copied them, but I've, like, never seen their stuff, right, you right, know, kind of right. thing. Or, like, if you were to put it next to each other and, like, have someone else who doesn't know either of you look at it, they're, like, those are different. But yeah. it's, like, some people just, like, will get in their feelings right. about, like, it's colorful. My thing's colorful, you know? Did you use a color? No, literally. Yeah. 
But also, <clears throat> like, especially now talking to you even more so about Blueberry, I'm like, how do you have time for Marketplace Cuties, which is okay. So she has a, <laughs> an Instagram account where I don't – I don't. okay, we're going to get into it. But she basically, like, shares, like, vintage – decor home decor pieces on this account are you like charging people like i don't understand like or do you just love vintage um, furniture and sharing it with the world what's going on yeah i should charge i have you're not charging people how do you have the time <laughs> i if you i don't know if you've noticed but i haven't posted on there in a minute because you're a vintage furniture philanthropist well because like so the whole concept is like i am already on facebook marketplace let me just like find if I find something cool that I don't necessarily want to buy, but I think it's cool, I'll just screenshot it. And then I eventually will post everything onto the story. Well, within that, I think it's mainly just I wanted to maybe make it to where I would like charge eventually. Mm -hmm. But then it like I post on it. So like infrequent that it's like I haven't necessarily had the whatever, but I love interior decorating and I was actually just telling my friends yesterday that like I now after going to the museum, I was like, I love the space so much yeah. that like it kind of made me like it kind of like pushed me to like want to like actually pursue it more kind mm -hmm. of thing, which is kind of why I did ceramics because I was like, I would love to make furniture, but it's not that feasible. So cool. Yeah. But I was like, it's not necessarily feasible and like, uh, like, like shipping it would be expensive and like whatever and so i was like let me make small home things yeah. or whatever and so that's kind of why i started that page because i was like it's almost another creative outlet that like i enjoy but i'm just doing it out of pure enjoyment yeah and it's so funny everyone they'll i'll like send them the listing link and they're like you're an angel like this is no, literally like it's so nice like i'll see shit that you posted i'm like oh my god yeah. i don't have space for that but well, i want it well and it's so crazy because like genuinely i don't know if it, it, like the way facebook works if you're just on there so much it's it loves you because oh, like yeah, it'll change your algorithm yeah because people like, like, i'll like, save well, things even if i don't want to buy them just because i know it'll like help yeah because yeah. people will be like wow i've never seen that before and it's in like dallas which is like there's not that much cool stuff out there. Yeah. And so, like, if you see something, it's kind of crazy that others don't as well yeah. kind of thing. But I was definitely just doing that out of pure love for furniture. Wait, how did you get into, like, your love of, like, vintage? I think – so whenever I moved back during COVID to Kentucky, my parents were living in this really big old, like, house that – I don't know how old it was, but it was like a classic home or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what the proper term is. Colonial? Yeah. Like, it was just like this huge, like, house that my dad was, like, kind of fixing up because, like, he loves to take on projects. Mm -hmm. And, like, if stuff needs to, like, be worked on, he's like, let's move into it and, like, let's fix it, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And so we had moved into it. And I didn't necessarily have, like, a home to move into during COVID because, like, a lot of them were, like, under construction. But there was this big living room that was, like, had, like, this really beautiful, like, crystal chandelier in it from, like, back in the day. And it was – it looked like what would be your, like, typical studio, mm -hmm. like, industrial studio. Okay. And so that kind of became, like, my playground, mm -hmm. essentially. And I was, like, I've always wanted this style of home. 
And now I kind of have it. And you can like play around with exactly. it. Exactly. And then that's kind of like when I started to look on Facebook and actually purchase things because. Oh, and I'm sure in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Like, like no one I knows. I cannot even imagine. And I'm like, I'm sure like the listings are not under like what you would think they would be under. But if you dig hard enough, you're oh. going to find some shit that no one knows. No, it's literally it like black chair. Yeah. And it's like like jmr tongue chair and you're like, like that's what i'm saying i'm like this is the same with florida like it literally is like couch and it was like oh this is an adrian persall original exactly couch. no crazy yeah no yeah and that was like my first thing was that black ch- like or it's like dark navy but it was like that chair we drove to cincinnati which was only like an hour oh, super close, yeah. yeah and it was 50 dollars and she was like, yeah, me and my boyfriend just broke up. We had two. He kept one. I kept one. And I'm like, where does your boyfriend live? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like it was at this like, you know, rundown house. Like, and it's like, thank you. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And so that's kind of whenever I like started collecting. And then my boyfriend and I in Dallas moved into this like industrial studio, yeah. which then like made me even more, you know, inspired and then at the time, people weren't looking on Facebook for furniture, and so it was really cool to I find. Know. I remember you olden days. Yeah. Of like, and it's also funny because, again, <clears throat> another shout-out to Camly. I love Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. She would always tell me, she's like, I have this friend named Lambo, and she loved it. Like, you guys really should – like, you're both really weird about it. And I'm yeah. like, I, for, I'll be looking for nothing. Right. And I'm just – I need to look. And I'll oh, send it yeah. to people, or I'll just save it. But it's so – it's like – the most fun. Like, I, if I could pick an ideal thing to do is have no responsibilities and just look at furniture on Facebook. No, I literally was, like, scrolling on that more than, like, Instagram. Yeah. Because you could find, like, anything and everything. Now it's – there's, like, hardly anything or everyone knows what they have. Also, did you go through, like, a phase where, like, you were just buying so much shit because oh, it was yeah. so cheap and you were, like, finding it and no one else was and then you were like, why do I now have this? Yeah, and I was living in – like a 1200 square foot space and we had she like she says in my new york apartment i genuinely <laughs> don't think it's i don't think it's 1200 she's like 1200 square feet gross baby house for ants and we had like three living rooms you know why did you have three living because rooms? we had so many chairs that we Ooh, <laughs> i see i'm like stop flexing we literally had three living rooms so we had like a mansion so i lived in a mansion in the city a tiny small (laughs) silly one you know your house could fit in it a hundred times over um but no yeah i got to the point where i'm like i have so many standing lamps in my living room and who needs that many lamps exactly you know right me that's the answer but that's honestly a flex because standing lamps are really hard to find they are hard to find and i'm aware (laughs) of that and that's why even when i left florida i sold kind of everything minus those i sold one lamp to my friend asia shout out to asia she bought my couches shipped them to kuwait wow and she bought this space age lamp that I had found, and I love that lamp so much, but it's kind of big. Yeah. It was like three big globes type of thing, and it looked really cool. I feel like it was someone made Wait, it. Wait, was it like the three things like this? But they were like uh, at different levels. I'll show you okay. a photo of it. But it's – I think someone made it. Okay. It's definitely from like the 70s-ish, right. but like I don't even know that it was like made by like a comp- – like I think someone might have just like – like an artist type person just made it, which made That's it even awesome. kind of fucking cooler. Which is crazy that 
that was shipped overseas. And now it lives in Kuwait with my two Natuzi, original Natuzi yeah, made in insane. Italy. Yeah, that's insane. That sounds expensive. Couches. I don't know how much she paid for it. I'm going to be super <laughs> honest with you. I don't know. But I was just happy that it was going to someone that I knew True. and liked because yeah. I was like, you don't understand. Like, I mean, you do, under- no, you do understand. Like oh, when yeah. you hunt and you know what you're looking for and then you actually find it, it's like I can't part. But no, right now my parents' house, I have like, two or three standing lamps yeah that i'm always just like oh do i bring them to new york or mm, i don't know like because i'm like i could always bring them late like you know what yeah. i mean so like they're there they're fine but it's yeah finding standing lamps is definitely the hardest it's that and like a good couch i actually need to buy a new couch so i'm gonna need you to be a marketplace cutie yeah. and be on the lookout yeah. for a couch because my cats destroyed this one because this leather is apparently not as good as my old leather couch <laughs> because they were able to rip through it and pull the stuffing out but no honestly this was really fun yeah this was really fun should we get into another fight <laughs> yeah let's just fight for fun now uh but no literally i've been wanting to have lambo on like for a long time and like every time i see her because we don't live in the same state i'm like on vacation so i'm like i don't want to record a fucking podcast that's work this is me working. yeah i'm like let's work it's our vacation no no work it seems work. normal for us but you're here for work that's true so it makes sense i was like let's make a podcast recording appointment and i'm glad that we were able to do it even though you canceled on me three times she guys she didn't actually (laughs) that was a lie i don't know if i clarified she never canceled on me once she literally arrived within the time frame that we agreed upon on the first go but are we good at acting? Probably let us not. know. I don't know that we have a career in acting. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, especially because don't let them hear the full cut where we're oh, no. like giggling. I literally, as we were recording it, I was cutting it out because I was like, "This is too much laughing." <laughs> You're like, and let's be angry again. It was literally, I would say one word and then immediately start laughing. So no, it was we we have no future in acting. I think we should both stick to our respected um, avenues, you know, but. Okay, where can people find you online? Where can they find Blueberry? Anything that you want to plug, plug it, plug it. Uh, you can find Blueberry on Instagram at B-L-O underscore O Berry. And also TikTok, it's the same. Uh, my personal is LMAO Burgina, B-O-R-G-H-I-N-A. I like it. And I think that's everything, honestly. Everything's pretty much on my Instagram. And then I will have all of her socials and Blueberry in the episode description. So you should check it out because Blueberry is really fucking cool. And buy it from her. No shade to Urban Yeah, Outfitters. lots of cool things coming. So maybe if you start following now, you'll Are, see Can you it tell all. us or do I have to stop recording for you to tell me? Yeah, you have to Okay, stop. well, I'm going to find out, guys. And, and like, you <laughs> Kiki could, secret. Yeah, I'm like, subscribe to the Patreon. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but as always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Arab American Psycho where you will see a lovely photo of lambo and you can follow me on instagram where i don't know i'm probably fucking fighting someone and for asking me a question when i literally did the q a with my own choices and no oppression that was a sentence that, was that hilarious. made no sense what that i fought people just how serious <laughs> you were on those oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I only like to do q a's if i'm in a mood and then i was I- like she's on one (laughs) no i literally only want to do them if i'm like a little agitated um 
But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for having me on. Of course, you stupid whore. No, I'm just <laughs> We actually start fighting. I have to go. Um, no, thank you for coming on and taking the time out of your New York trip to record with me. Yeah, my busy schedule. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> guys, don't bully your friends. <laughs> um, and don't forget to wear your sunscreen, floss your teeth. Don't be a fucking asshole. Don't be like me. I'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.